going on guys welcome back to the expansion pack podcast where we download this week's news and bring it to you i'm your host danzel aka black ice 8 joined by my guy manny aka Gootmaster flex say hi to the people here what's popping all right also joined by below me uh, by my guy chris aka may 25th That's all the people. That's all the people. I love y'all. I swear to God. All right, all right. <clears throat> so, this, uh, this was a big week. It was launch week. We got some new systems finally in most of our hands. Um, you know, we're excited to talk a little bit about it. But, uh, you know, as we normally do, we'll start off with our icebreaker question. So, Chris, I'll, I'll throw it over to you. Question for episode five. What is one misconception about gamers that it just really just just grinds your gears, like just just really gets on your nerves? What's 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 one? I know we got we got some something to 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 talk about with this topic for sure. Oh yeah, black guys. Yeah. I'm gonna throw it at you first. What you got? Okay. okay. Ah, biggest misconception about gamers. I guess. <clears throat> I guess not necessarily a misconception, but just the the general perception of gaming as a whole. The the fact that it's viewed as more um, I don't know childish or whatnot or immature, just really, 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 really annoying. Because <clears throat> it comes it all you know as, as most things do. It comes from a place of ignorance. I hate that people treat video games. Like when when most people think of video games, they're thinking of like Mario and like maybe Pong and I don't know things like that. <clears throat> they don't look at it as the fully fleshed out, developed medium that it is today. Like video games, in my opinion, are on par with television, movies, books, right? Like you get full fledged stories, like extremely interesting stories from video games that you know you could also go get from going to the movie theater and whatnot. Um, you know, we have stories out there like just kind of the first example that came to my head, but tell me why. Like, it, it tells a really interesting story. Um, uh, You know, I guess in, in a sense, it also, like, represents a section of of people that don't necessarily seem to get heard, whether we're talking about gaming or, or TV or whatnot. Like, it's just an interesting story. And I think that there are a lot of those things out there. You know, I guess you still have the, the Halos and the Call of Duties of the world where it's more traditional, like, sci-fi shooters and whatnot but you know there are tons of games out there and we'll talk about you know even this week with games like assassin's creed and whatnot that tell a really interesting story so yeah i I think that's probably my biggest gripe or the thing that really grinds my gears about how people view gaming is that they don't view it as a mature medium the way it is definitely hear that and i agree and i yep Uh, Goop, you want you want to take it or you want me to give it a stab first? What you, you want to do? No, I, I whoo, you know what I really hate when people think that people who play video games just like have no life. One thing I don't understand is is when people say, "Oh, all you do is just sit in front of your TV, play your video games, moving your thumbs, this, that, and the third. but like. Most of the people say that are probably people that just sit on their TV all day just watching their Netflix, Hulu, whatever. Just binge-watching shows for, like, 
couple weeks on straight and stuff like that. Like, what's the difference between that and me just actually playing video games with my controller? And, like, <clears throat> another thing, too, is, like, I know people say, oh, you're wasting a lot of money with these new consoles and everything like that. I mean, I can honestly say, like, people wasting money on, like, subscriptions to, like, Netflix and stuff like that. You're watching all these shows. I mean, we got Game Pass. It's a subscription that we have for gaming. Like, you know, we spend money on that for a bunch of games that we play for free. And then, like, people say, oh, you know, just waste some money on games. Well, people spend money, like, $20 for a movie ticket for only, like, one hour or two. When we just spent $60 for a game that we could play for, like, a long time, you know? Like, it's just, this is one thing that kind of grinds my gears. <laughs> I feel that. Uh oh. I'm about to go in, y'all. I'm about to go in. <laughs> Save the best for last. <laughs> but I mean, I'm not going to really say nothing that's not too much different than what you guys kind of already said. But it's just like, I don't know, man. It, it bugs me how people, there's this image in people's heads, first things first, right? The image. Of like when you talk about gaming for certain people, or you tell people that you game or whatever, they instantly get this image up in their head of you on a couch in a beater that has like grease stains all over it, and like an empty box of pizza, <laughs> and like like all this stuff, right? That they kind of like get this image of, and you're just some dude who has no motivation besides just being able to turn on a system and kind of sit there, and your fingers are the only movement that you get throughout the course of the day. Like, that is crazy to me, man, that people, like, think that. I hate how people, I ain't gonna say people. I'm gonna I'm say, like, you know, you know, women I've dated or talked to in the past. They'll do this thing where sometimes they'll be like, oh, you're, you're little video games. I, for some reason, when people do that, it's, it's like, it, it bothers me when they do that. Oh, he's playing his little video game. Like, it's, oh, why do you talk like it's just some... I feel like they do it they Am do I making sense? to diminish, yeah, like to diminish yeah, yeah. like your hobby, right? Like that's, that's the thing that uh, I catch it and I know it's subtle, but I catch it every single time I hear some stupid shit like that. And I'm just like, bruh, I could look at a lot of things that you do and be like, that's kind of stupid. Yeah, I could say a lot of things like that, right? I, I, I could, you know, but, but I don't. I let people live. I let people do what they do and, you know, from there. that's all like kind of like walks of life but there's just this this image that people have that i just i i can't I, it just it just annoys the hell out of me it annoys me that like it's come so far in 2020 going into 2021 and it still ain't got no respect on its name like that yet it mm. still doesn't like how you said man this journey it, it, it is like movies it is like like uh tv shows it is. There's so many good stories that you get in some of these games that, like, you could sit here and be like, yo, this should have been a movie. How long have we been waiting for, like, some time, some kind of, like, Halo movie to even be attempted? How long? <clears throat> a long time, right? And yeah. then if we're talking about just adaptations from, like, things like graphic novels to movies and all that other kind of stuff, trust me, some of these video games got just as good of worlds being created just for the sake of the video game. You know, and there's people out there who actually probably would love this stuff, but just they kind of just like force themselves to like not look at it. It's almost like how you know how like video games, not video games, but like anime and, and superheroes and especially superhero movies and things like that are cool now, right? In 2020, it's cool now. 
because people finally stopped being dumb and went to the movie theaters and was like, oh, well, this is kind of cool. You know, I, I actually do kind of like this. Let me go look up some Batman knowledge now. And really, I like I know something because I, I, I shitted on Batman for years, but <laughs> I need to like learn something about Batman now because it was actually pretty cool. I'm not even going to lie about that. Like, you know how many people would love video games if they actually just picked up the controller and sat down and tried them? Like, you know? But they'll sit there and be like, oh, no, I ain't going to do that. That's stupid. But I'm going to go sit down and watch 12 episodes of Love and Hip Hop. And, 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 and like, what? What? If you out here watching Love and Hip Hop, you got no clout to ever even try to come at me about nothing that has to do with gaming. I am sorry. None. No, no, no. Like, if you say that, like, the conversation's over right there. It's I over. That. I feel that. It is over. <laughs> it is over. There's, at the end of the day, if I wanted to go out and get a video game that was strictly based on improving my mind, like a, a chess type game, a chess simulator, or like a, you know what I'm trying to say. There's games that's out there that's built for puzzles and, and, and figuring things out. There's games that's out there that's going to train you in learning how to like shoot things like FPSs and yeah. hand-eye coordination and all that kind of stuff. I would say just the nature yeah. of gaming in itself. Yeah already kind of it already trains your brain like there there have been studies run that say you know the average gamer they perceive information significantly faster than the average human being because all your that's pretty much what you're doing when you're playing a game constantly you're processing information like you're so your hand-eye coordination is much better you're you're faster at picking things out in a crowd like generally speaking that's just kind of one of the advantages of gaming so yeah i mean it's to me, in my opinion, at least, I think it just boils down to it's a hobby, and other people have other hobbies, and <clears throat> I don't know. It's just unless it's unless it's not hurting you, or hurting someone else. Yeah. Does it really matter? Exactly. I, I got one last thing I wanted to add to. That. Yeah, yeah, go. I'm gonna tell you when people gonna stop acting like this about gaming. When we finally get like a real, real legitimate version of like a VR experience. Like, the ones we've gotten thus far, like, they're good in some games, but they're not, like, what they kind of need to be in order for people to kind of say, whoa, Mm. this is, like, crazy. Once that finally happens, and you kind of got, like, just random simulators, like, not even video games. I'm just talking about simulations. You want to say to yourself, I'm on an island for a little bit, and you just turn on your VR headset, and you can just get away and be on an island for a little bit. When that kind of stuff kicks in, which I know it's coming, I can't tell you when or what time what year it's going to happen, it's coming. It's, it's, it's coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's when. Because people will actually be able to say to themselves, dang, I could put some money into this and literally leave my life. Literally for a second. That, that, that's when it'll happen. That's when, that's when it'll be Ready cool. Ready Player One type of stuff? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, and that's how some gamers kind of already do their thing, you know, with the MMOs and all that kind of stuff. Some of them do get lost in it, but mm-hmm. like, this is something that would become mainstream. Right. Where you got Joe Schmo down the street who drives trucks or whatever, but he got a VR headset that he turned on at night because he be in the, you know, the Grand Theft Auto clubs because, you know, them clubs in Grand Theft Auto be wild. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when that can happen. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, it so reminds me of that one sort of a Black Mirror with a, one of the latest ones where they're on that VR headset game where they're playing the fighting game. Oh, the- <laughs> Striking Vipers or whatever it's called. Well, first off, first off, anybody listening to this right now, if you don't watch Black Mirror, especially the last season of Black Mirror, you need to go do that. Like Black Mirror is fire. For sure. 
But yeah, if you Fire. haven't seen that Striking Vipers episode, Chris, yes, go, watch, go watch. watch, go watch. It's gonna mess you up, bro. <laughs> it's gonna <laughs> mess you up because it's not really what you're thinking from what Manny said. It's gonna mess you up a little bit. But uh, but yeah, I'll, I'll actually I'll ask a, a follow up question before we really get into you know a lot of the, the topics from this week. Do you think that? Do you think that these mis these misconceptions? Um, You think we've come a long way? Like I personally do, and I, I I'll go into like my spiel on it, but I, I'll ask you guys first. Like, do you think we've come a long way as far as the perception of of gamers and whatnot? I know you said you think it'll get better, but I think we do. We or we have in a sense because even though I don't think we've gotten like overall respect in terms of like the mainstream, I do know that there are some people now that are kind of coming around simply because of the monetization that people are able to do with gaming now. Like, this is a, a career for some people now. And at first you'll scoff at it, be like, oh, he probably doesn't make anything serious. And then you look at a home bank account, you see the friggin' the house that he's driving, you know, the house he's driving, the car <laughs> he's driving, the house he's living in and all kind of mess. And you're like, well, how you buy all this? Gaming? Oh, <laughs> you got to respect it a little differently right then, don't you? Yep. So things like that are starting yeah. to happen. And I think now, you know, even companies are seeing this. There's advertising uh, potential within this. That's why when you go on Twitch, you see nothing but a bunch of ads everywhere. Like there is, there is money to be made within this market. Right. A lot of it. You got to the point where these cats is turning off their donations, bro. You can't come on, man. <laughs> yeah, I would have to say <clears throat> the from the corporate side of things. I actually personally, I feel like. Uh, Corporate sponsors and like companies have embraced gaming, been embracing gaming for quite some time. Hence, why you see like you know Amazon trying to get into the gaming business, you see Apple trying to get into the gaming business, and then you see these corporate sponsors for esports. So I I actually think they've that's come a long way. But from a from a person to person standpoint, I think gaming is really huge, and I think it's interesting though because even to your point about misconceptions of gamers. There are a lot of people who game but don't consider themselves gamers, right? Like Fortnite, yeah, Call cool. of Duty, these these games have massive massive fan bases, right? But they but the people will play like I know people who will, who will get who probably got an Xbox Series S or X this week or PlayStation 5 or whatever and all they're going to do is play Call of Duty. That's it. That's the only game they'll buy every year and they don't consider themselves gamers which is kind of wild to me, but <clears throat> I, I think those people, and I, it's, it's such a, it's such a, like my, my response, I guess is kind of a nuanced answer because I feel like those people exist in such a way that they look down at gamers, like traditional gamers. And that's why they don't consider themselves a gamer. Like, Oh, I just, I just play call of duty. That's all I do. Just play call of duty all the time. I get it every year. Love it. It's great. Whatever. Um, but then they look at people who play like you know, Destiny or like um, World of Warcraft or whatever, and they're like, "Oh, that's a gamer. I I could never do that. That's not me." Yada yada. So I think I think we definitely still have a long way to go. But the gaming industry as a whole is very very large. Just those misconceptions are still gonna kind of fly around and whatnot. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. But yeah. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, it is what it is, you know. <clears throat> At the end of the day, as long as people are gaming and people are, like I said before, 
you know, they have their hobbies and they're not hurting anybody. It is what it is. People can think what they want to think, but we'll still be here having fun, especially with our new systems like uh, like the Xbox Series X, which we're going to dive into now. Chris, again, I'm sorry. I know, I know you don't have one just yet. We'll, we'll be working on getting you one soon. Don't worry about that. But, uh, but yeah, Manny and myself, we both got our Xboxes this week. Thank oh. God. Having a lot of fun with that. Um, yes, so, sir. so Manny, I'll pose the question to you, I guess. And Chris, you can obviously chime in if there's anything you can think of that you've seen. But what's your favorite favorite part about these, this Xbox so far? Man, let me tell you about them low times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, before, you know, we... We just grew, uh, you know, like we just got so used to loading times and everything like that. So we're just so used to it, you know. Sometimes taking forever, like you know, you destiny players that play on current gen systems, that would take like an hour to load, and I used to hate that, and that's why like it would just turn me off to not play destiny. But like, you know, now when I pop in 2K and just like be able to just start a game and just go right into a game, not even like five seconds later, it's just it's dead. that. That, in my opinion, is like the greatest feeling ever. <laughs> it's crazy. <clears throat> I, so I, I would have to say that's probably my favorite feature so far, too. <clears throat> Although I do also feel like the, um, the input latency is a bit reduced. Like, I feel like the games feel more responsive, even if it's just yeah. by like a couple milliseconds. Like, I just feel like what I want to do happens faster in the game. But, man, the, the SS, that SSD is no joke, man. <clears throat> like I know you know we we talk about this all the time we always talk about 2k every episode um but I really I expected 2k to load in a bit faster but the first time I loaded into the city knowing what the city was and knowing that it's just a much bigger game like I really expected you know maybe to sit there for a couple seconds like I literally hit the button and immediately was in the city and I'm like bro what it's it's amazing I'm very, very, very happy with my Xbox. The SSD is crazy. <clears throat> Pretty much every game that I played so far has, you know, seen a significant increase. Destiny's, like you mentioned, so much faster. But I also think part of that may have to do with some things that Bungie's done on the back end, anyways. Because from my understanding, it's a bit faster for people on current gen now too. Chris, I think you can probably confirm that. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> little bit okay but yeah <clears throat> i even even playing watchdogs like i went back and played watchdogs uh legion on the new you know on the series x and yeah the load times everything was just instantaneous it was crazy like even the concept of turning my xbox off <clears throat> you know like like and i don't think this is necessarily quick resume but i guess you can kind of still call it that in a sense but yeah i turned my xbox off for the night wake up in the morning turn it on to play watchdogs and like as soon as I hit the button, I was back on. As soon as I pressed the button to to open up Watch Dogs, it put me literally right back on the same street that I was in when I went to sleep. Like it's just that quick. It's uh, I can't I cannot like overstate it enough. That SSD is amazing, and I cannot wait to see what people do. Like developers, you know, the things that they manage to do with it going forward. Because we need that speed, man. Get rid of them load times. It's just fun. It's fun now. Especially them GTA loading times. Oh my god! I have you have you loaded up GTA yet? <clears throat> I haven't, but I like I seen a video on it and somebody <clears throat> loaded it up and it was just like almost instantaneous, like Damn. compared to current gen where mm -hmm. you have to wait like a whole minute or two 
Like, yeah. Like, how, how much an SSD can really uh, change up, like, how, you know, we play games. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> aside from uh, the, the fun stuff about the Series X, it didn't, it didn't come without its uh, controversies this week. I don't know if any of you guys had seen, but there was some reports that the Xboxes were smoking. And so you see like mounds of smoke billowing up from the <laughs> from the top vents. <laughs> man, people, you know, people got no life, man. It turns out that really uh, what was happening was people were blowing vape smoke through the chamber. Like, bro, what is wrong with people, man? <clears throat> so you're you're you just went out and bought a five hundred dollar system. What you just which is which is hard to get. <laughs> five hundred dollar system is really hard to get. Like like I Chris over here, wait, you know, trying to get his and all that stuff. And the thing you decide to do with it, instead of just sit down, pick up a controller, and play games, is to blow vape smoke through the fan. What is wrong with people, man? Like, am I crazy? Is that just ridiculous? Uh, uh, people are stupid. Like, what? Well, first of all, why would you even be like, you know what? Let me just see what this does. Because like, ain't that gonna like eventually like do some kind of damage? You're blowing like. And essentially, like water vapor into the Xbox, like, like you just want to just just throw your console out the window. Might as well, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I understand uh, people trying to do it for clout chasing, you know? Be like, <laughs> oh, my Xbox smoking, Xbox is bad, this that and the third. But like, why? Do people really find enjoyment in this kind of things? Uh, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> I hope that all these folks that did that got their warranties voided immediately. I have no sympathy for nobody doing no dumb mess like this. You, like you said, you just spent five hundred something dollars on a brand new console that is sparse. You cannot find these easily, and and you decided to say to yourself, "Oh, I wonder what happens when I put some smoke in my <laughs> dog." I hope they voided your John instantly. I hope as soon as you called. And he was like, oh, well, I, there was some vape smoke in my Xbox. Can you give me another one? I hope they was like, oh, well, that's above me now. Uh, you're bored. <laughs> I, 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 I pray. Don't give these cats no new Xboxes. Give your boy an Xbox. Because <laughs> we'll appreciate it. I would treat you with all the tender love and care that it needs. But, but, uh, I'm disgusted. Disgusted with these folks. Y'all don't know how to take care of nothing nice. This is why folk can't have nothing, because look, look what happened. Look. X. <clears throat> to be fair, though, did did these systems break? Because I, I feel like I remember seeing that <clears throat> they were still working even after this was happening. And I think people were just, <clears throat> to, I guess to Microsoft's credit, I think it's because the system was doing its job so well that it, it like pushed air through the system so well that you know the, the smoke went through. And I, I don't think... Those consoles ended up actually breaking. I don't know for sure, but no, I didn't hear any damage reports or anything like that. <clears throat> but I'm just saying, like you know, but yeah, the, it but does the, chance, the risk of it. The risk of it is yeah. just so dumb. Like, ah, just play like, games, people. Just play games. Like, don't don't sit here trying to break your system. Like, it just doesn't make no sense. Like, what what is the the purpose? The only purpose I can see is trying to make Microsoft look bad, or you know, chase clout for yourself. And it's like if your if your goal is to make Microsoft look bad, I mean, I guess you may achieve that, but then people discovered that what you were doing was just blowing vape smoke through the system quickly. And on top of that, you still gave Microsoft five hundred dollars to go buy the system that you want to now discredit. Like, just weird. People people make yeah. weird decisions. But 
aside from the vape smoke controversy, I guess one of the things we are hearing is that <clears throat> some people seem to be having some uh, disc drive issues. Have you heard about that, Manny? Yeah, I actually, <laughs> interestingly enough, uh, people are saying that it's kind of hard to like put the disc in. Like, like I heard one report where somebody had to like just jam it in the console itself in order for it to work. And even uh, so, like I heard some people that you know were able to put the disc in. We're hearing like grinding and stuff like that with the the disc. So like, uh, you know, pretty scary sight. Um, I don't play for the, the I, Xbox, X. but you know, I don't play. I don't have any discs I use anyway, so I'm not really too worried about that. But if you are a disc user, uh, beware, beware. beware yeah, <clears throat> I don't use disc either. I didn't even get a chance to try it myself. But all I, all I know is so far for me, everything's working peachy keen. I'm loving mm -hmm. it. I'm very, very happy with it so far. So I'm good to go. I'm surprised that they'd be having disk drive issues because I would imagine they're probably just using the same disk drive as the the One X, right? Like nothing about it needs to change. It's right. it's reads the same uh, Blu-ray disc and all that stuff. So I'm surprised to hear they're having issues. But at the yeah. same time, you're kind of bound to hear something happen. It doesn't sound like the disk drive issue is that widespread, thankfully. So. You know, it is what it is, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's Xbox. So unfortunately I didn't get myself a PlayStation five just yet. I'm waiting on a couple games to come out, but Mr. Goop master flex over here, got himself a system. So this section is going to be all you, man. You tell us about it. How you feeling? I mean, let me tell you about the controller. <laughs> oh my, you know, I, I was like, all right, whatever. It's just a PlayStation 4 controller with, like, the white skin and then, like, you know, just different button layouts and a different trackpad and all that kind of stuff. But the controller, like, playing Spider-Man feels amazing. I'm, I'm I actually, like, starting to like this controller better than my, um, what is it called? My Elite controller, but, but, I mean, the quality controller feels great. Like, it feels like it's worth the $70 that you would have to pay when you need a new one. Like... The quality feels great. The vibration, the way it works. I remember I saw, um, like, with the playroom, well, like, you can literally feel the vibration of, like, the little uh, toy thingies, whatever, that, like, that Talking you can see in the Astro's screen. Like, jumping to the... Yeah, Astro's Playroom. Like, when you saw, like, them jump into the controller and you could, like, literally move the controller around and you would, like, feel them, like, just that kind of technology is amazing. Like, it's just... And the loading times, of course, you know. Of course, with the new SSD for both consoles, you're going to definitely see that. Playing Spider-Man on uh, current gen compared to, like, the new Spider-Man Miles Morales now is, like, crazy that you don't really see any loading times except for, like, when you just press X to start up the game. And then after that, it's just, you know, it's just simultaneously. Like, you just start the game, it just works perfectly fine. It's just amazing. Okay, okay. <clears throat> so, yeah, we're definitely seeing... The power of the SSD on PlayStation as well, so that's that's a good thing. It's a good thing to hear. Um, I'm definitely excited to get my hands on the systems at some point because I do want to try that controller out. Like I've been hearing nothing but people are are saying <clears throat> that it's the best PlayStation controller ever made. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think that's necessarily like a high bar. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I don't think the PlayStation controllers are have been that good historically in my opinion they definitely made some of the worst controllers out there but this one looks like it's dope i i think um it, it seems like 
again and many you can confirm but it, from what i've been hearing it seems like it has a bit of heft to it not as flimsy as the other ones have been in the past and then obviously the features like the haptic feedback and and the adaptive triggers seem to be pretty cool so yeah like the controller doesn't feel like i could just toss it and like the thing fall apart like the thing feels like it's built like and it's like sturdy and all that kind of stuff yeah man yeah well, <clears throat> just the same way we were talking about with the Xbox, you know, it seems like there's some uh, some controversy or some issues on the PlayStation side. So it seems like uh, one of the first issues we were hearing about was the queued downloads issue. Manny, could you tell us a little bit more about that too? Yeah, there've been. I heard it's been pretty frequently uh, confirmed reports of people having issues trying to download games. Uh, for example, if they were to like buy Spider-Man Miles Morales and put it to the queue to download. And they would have checked the queue, like they would see nothing there, and they wouldn't be able to uh, reset the download or cancel the download to try to download again. So what they would have to do in order to solve the issue, sadly, is to reset their PS5, like factory reset, like having to start all over again. So um, I haven't had that trouble yet with my PlayStation, thankfully, because I do not want to go through a factory reset. Um, but like I said... uh some PlayStation users have had this issue. Yeah, my from, and I don't know if this is what you've seen, but from what I had saw, it seemed like most people had the issue with uh, Call of Duty, actually. And so the, the whole factory reset was actually Activision telling people to do that as opposed to Sony. I actually don't think we've heard anything from Sony this week about the issue at all. I don't think we've even heard. It's actually funny, um, not to get off on too much of a, a different <laughs> tangent, but it's kind of funny because, like, we never hear anything from Sony ever. <laughs> like, uh, it, it, it's just, it's interesting. I mean, <laughs> they've got their success and whatnot. So, you know, it is what it is, but it's just, it's just weird. Like, for example, we, uh, Phil Spencer had an, uh, a couple interviews this week talking about the Xbox and, you know, the future of the system and a couple other things here and there. But like, I don't, I don't think we've seen any Sony executives doing anything like that. I don't think we've heard anything about it, 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 just thinking off the top of my head, I just feel like that's just funny to me. But it is what it is. Um, yeah. But yeah, aside from the queue download issues, I guess another thing people were reporting, not that it was necessarily like a faulty thing with the system, but a lot of people are complaining about the storage issues, Manny. So I guess what's the situation there? So... The PlayStation on the box says it's got 825 gigs of space, right? Yeah. But from what we're reporting, I guess they only have 625 gigs, which is Sadly, like nothing. <laughs> Sadly, yes. Like, That's crazy. I already have like, I think 60 or 70% of my storage gone because of that. That's crazy. <laughs> like the reserve space that, you know, they use for whatever but like all i have is downloaded is that spider-man and the remastered and then like a couple other games like the last of us two ghost of tsushima that i'm trying to you know play finally mm-hmm. but yeah and then it's just like great that's wild i, I mean i, I only have like nothing. 100 gigabytes left what am i gonna do yeah that's nothing <laughs> wow like i can only imagine i mean if you if you put I would have to imagine that you couldn't download all the launch games that came out on the system right like if if you were to install Spider-Man, the like remastered plus Miles Morales plus Demon Souls plus Call of Duty plus Assassin's Creed, I think that would just that would have your hard drive filled up right there. Plus Astro's Playroom, like that would be it. 
Call of Duty's like a third of it by that, itself. Well, yeah, Call of Duty's yeah, what, like 130 something gigs. Like, that's crazy. That's crazy. like grant, granted, they gave you the option to install like certain things, but like, yeah. so 130 gigabytes. What you need all that space for? Then you throw but, in 2K. That's another 100 gigs. Like, bro, yeah. you're done. Yeah. And it, the thing that sucks about it is there's no way to. Uh, there's no way to expand the storage right now, right? There's no, I guess the, the way it's set up is you can open up your system and plug in um, an SSD, but those SSDs don't seem to exist right now, the ones that are rated for a PlayStation. And then I guess <clears throat> in contrast to how on Xbox you can plug in a USB hard drive, you can't do that on a PlayStation. The USB hard drive will only be able to play PlayStation 4 games, right? So uh, that's that's messy. It's messy. I know. I know on what? Xbox, even my hard drive starting to fill up pretty quickly. I think I only have an extra forty to fifty gigs left over on the internal SSD. So I need to get myself one of those Seagate hard drives, which is expensive. <laughs> I'm broke. Yeah, man. <laughs> what do you want from me? Two hundred and twenty dollars to get yourself an extra terabyte of storage in that SSD. That's crazy, man. I but spent five. So, I was gonna say I spent five thirty on a PS Five, an Xbox Series X, and then I had to buy a new headset because mine's broke. That's another like one fifty down the drain for me. And then like buying all these games at like seventy dollars now, bro. Like gaming is expensive. I'm not gonna lie, and I know I'm going out of focus right now, but like. <laughs> but Chris, you look like you you were confused on something. You had a question. So. The new Xbox doesn't allow you to just attach a, a portable or anything like that to it. You have to use that other one. You can do you can do a, a you can install a portable hard drive, but if you want to get the like SS the same type of SSD speeds that you get yeah, yeah. internally, you can buy like their Seagate hard drive that plugs into the like, like specialized for it. Right, okay. like, there's a specific port on the back of the Xbox for it. So that it's, it's basically gets you the same type of um, high speeds that you get from the internal hard drive. And gotcha. yeah, I mean, I like, I still have my external hard drive that I used on my um, one X. I just plugged that in and everything just worked just fine. So you can still do that if you need to, but yeah. you want to get the actual, you want to take advantage of the speeds. You want to put it on an, an internal hard drive or get yourself that, um, Seagate one, yeah. talking about. Yeah, I believe you can't play like no next gen games or optimized Series X games on a uh, a regular hard drive. You need that SSD. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, man. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's it's interesting, but but speaking about games and uh, you know Manny kind of just alluded to it, but you know we're gonna get into uh, the, the 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 games that we've really been digging into this week. And we're gonna let Manny go ahead and get started here. So, you know, tell us a little bit about <laughs> Spider-Man Miles Morales, my guy. You know, I, it's it's good and it's bad. <laughs> well, there ain't really nothing bad, but the only thing bad about it is short, and I feel like it should be longer. But no, uh, that's what she said. Mm. Right, whatever. But, <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, sadly, the games are the game is short, so I was kind of upset about that part. But the story was great. I honestly enjoyed it, and like the way the game were like played and everything like that, the game felt amazing. Like 
This web slinging was so like clean and fluid. Like I enjoyed it so much. Like I could probably just hop in, just web sling for like another hour and just be chill with it because like it's just fun. You know how fluid it is, and and don't get me started with the low times again. <laughs> but what low times? Just being able, being able to like you know start up the game and like press continue and then just like a second or two later you're just automatically in the game and just get back to where, uh, where you left off it's just like that's what i loved about it i mean you know this i guess you could say they kind of warned us saying that miles morales was going to be like a little dlc like the lost legacy for uncharted but like i mean for for what it was like it just gave me high hopes for like what the future of uh gaming is going to be especially with the new technologies that we do have just like the fact that they're able to eliminate load times like i don't think there was any load times at all in that game except for probably like when you died but like when you die you just hop out hop back in the game like a second later so like you know just that just limiting load times as overall just made the game feel more like immersive like you know like you were actually in the game so that you weren't like all right, I died. Now I got to wait like a half an hour in the load time, sadly. But yeah, it gets you in and out quick, right? Gets you in and out. The, you know, the gameplay felt amazing. The combat felt fluid, of course. Speaking, and... speaking of immersion, though, sorry, let's catch up. But um, <clears throat> the the controller, like, were they able to to take advantage of the haptic feedback and like the adaptive uh, triggers in there? Like, do you, I know that what they talked about in Astro's Playroom, as an example, with the the adaptive controllers or the um, the adaptive triggers, is that you get some resistance on the controller. Did you feel that when you were swinging? I did feel some resistance. Huh? Like it would like be easy, and then like once you like reach like towards the bottom of the trigger, you would start start to feel like some resistance. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> but it wasn't like as much. Whereas like you know like mind blown like oh this is like a cool haptic trigger feature but like i'm not really surprised i mean that gave you're mostly only on your triggers for like when you're web slinging um it ain't like something that you use all the time like if you're like in a combat game or so mm. i mean i i would argue the web swinging is probably the most important part but, but yeah. it, it is but like i said like <clears throat> there had like i mean you web slinging and then like there's really like nothing you can really do with like the haptic mm-hmm. i mean you know from what i can picture at least mm-hmm. but one of the things i would have expected them to do i don't know if this is the case <clears throat> i would have expected them to you know how in most spider-man games there's a there's like a perfect point to release the web or jump so that it goes so that you get more momentum to go faster i would have expected them to use the triggers to kind of let you know okay like now it starts resisting. This is when you should let go. Jump, swing, let go. Jump. Like I would have expected that to be the case, but I'm I'm not sure. No, is that something uh, that you seen? No. It wasn't something that I really felt. Um, but I mean, I knew when to swing. You know, I'm the I'm the best spider man in the block. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> All right, buddy. Sure. sure. <laughs> All right, Manny. Well. Before we move on, did you have anything else you wanted to add about, you know, on your little mini review of Spider-Man? Um, like I said, it's a great game. I'll probably catch it on sale. Um, unless you want to play the other version as well, the um, remastered of the PS4 version, which 
still a great game. So if you haven't touched that one either, then I recommend you uh, get into that. But I'll probably wait until it's a little bit on sale. Uh, the game was a little bit shorter than what I would have liked it to. It was like around maybe like six to eight hours, even with completing all the side missions. So um, other than that, like the story was pretty good and all that kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, <clears throat> thank you for your review there. Manny's little unofficial review of Spider-Man. Um, <laughs> so my game of the week would have to be Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, I'm, I would say I'm somebody who's played a lot of the Assassin's Creeds over the years. Uh, I think I probably stopped right at Unity. And I picked it back up last year with uh, Odyssey. I didn't necessarily get a chance to finish it, but I got pretty pretty far through it. I enjoyed the game. Um, it was a lot of fun, but it wasn't necessarily anything mind-blowing. I would have to say Valhalla, while also not exactly mind-blowing, everything about that game just feels a lot more fluid. Uh, I think it's the first Assassin's Creed on console to be running at 60 frames per second, so you definitely feel that you know, when you're running around the world, and especially in combat. Combat feels very, very responsive. Um, but... I think my favorite thing so far is these just the story. Like I, I like the way the story is set up right now. Um, I don't necessarily want to spoil it, so I won't go too deep into the story. But it's it's really interesting. <laughs> like the the way that they've been able to string the thread of the animus in that world for so long. Like the 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 one thing that always seems to follow through on every Assassin's Creed game is the fact that you're really in an, in the animus like all of this stuff is happening in virtual reality in a sense um and i just like the way that they incorporated uh, incorporated into the game i think the the world is absolutely beautiful like the fact that you can go from one area where there's waterfalls and and shrubbery and leaves and all this stuff and then like to another area where you're running through the snow and you can actually see the snow tracking through the world you know, I, I'm not sure how much of that has to do with the, the the fact that I'm playing on a Series X, um, or if it's just you know the the game design as a whole. But I think that game is absolutely beautiful. Um, I recommend it to just about anybody, especially Chris. Chris is a big RPG guy. Get it? I'm gonna get it. All right, yeah, yeah. It's on the list. It's on the list. Sure. Um, but yeah, I, I would definitely say if if uh, there's anybody out there that's on the fence about trying out assassin's creed valhalla don't get just hop off the fence go ahead and get the game it's really really good dude i was telling manny earlier they got rap battles in the game like they got rap battles in the game bro yeah like it's one of the one of the first things you do when you uh go to like the, the first settlement <clears throat> they give you like a little tutorial on like a they call it flighting and it's historically accurate like it's something that vikings used to do it's it's basically a rap battle though like they just like rhyme back at back and forth at each other and when you go ahead and do it in the game for the first time you go through and do the tutorial like they increase your uh your charisma so the more you do those rap battles and the more you win like it increases your charisma so that when you go talk to other people you get um different like uh what's the word uh like speech paths kind of like in mass mm-hmm. effect so yeah. like you'll you'll have like a com- completely different path than you um would have had if you didn't actually go through and upgrade your charisma. So it makes certain parts of the game more easier, right? Like you can 
uh, persuade somebody to do something for you easier because you've developed your charisma because you were in a rap battle. <laughs> like, there's some shady out there. It's it's crazy, bro. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. That, that, wow. <laughs> yeah. Any game that's got rap battles built into it, and you're a Viking. Come on. Come on. Come I did on. not expect you to say that. That's... Yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> Are you liking the combat in that game so far? Combat's really good. Like I said before, it's uh, the, the fluidity of the game, like being at 60 frames, it just makes it so much more fun to me. Like, and I, I guess I didn't really think about it as much until playing Valhalla, but when I, when I played Assassin's Creed in the past, like the combat can be kind of choppy. Like, you know, you got a guy swinging at you and then you have to dodge or block or whatever. And because it's running at 30 frames and for just for whatever reason, the way it was set up before, it would just feel choppy. But in this one, you're like taking on, you know, hordes of enemies at once. And it feels really fluid to be able to dodge, swing, dodge back, swing. Like right now I'm rocking the dual axe combo, you know, like a true Viking. It, it it's just dope, man. It just feels really fluid and really nice. I'm really really enjoying. It. And also the, I guess <laughs> this is another thing that goes you know speaks towards the the power of the new consoles is one of the biggest things that used to bother me about Assassin's Creed games is having to go, like you know like the the errand boy missions where you have to run from point A to point B and like okay well now I can fast travel. And if I fast travel, it's, it's going to take forever because I'm going to have to load. So, like, it may, I may as well just run from point A to point B. But now with the, you know, with the SSD on the new systems, like, which is the theme of what we've been talking about in general. But you just press a button, fast travel from point A to point B. It's instantaneous. Like, I feel like that's another really good thing about this game is everything feels fluid. Like, if I need to jump from this colony to another, I can either fast travel or if I want to hop on a boat um there's like a button you can press for it to just kind of automatically lead you over there if you've never been so like let's say you want to go to a new settlement in part of this mission you've never been there before so you can't fast travel but if you hop in a boat with your crew you just hold the button down and it just kind of takes you there and it, it like it does it like cinematically like uh like red dead redemption if you guys have played that you know, yeah, yeah. Like you hold the button, and then all of a sudden, it, the horse just starts going to the location for you, and it switches a different cam angle, so you don't feel like it's as much of a chore. Like I like that. They should normalize that in games. More games need that because sometimes the 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 trip from one colony to another or one objective to the another is like kind of a drag to me sometimes. Like I want to I want to be able to choose whether or not I want to explore. Right. 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 So that's actually like a really net positive in the game for me. Yeah. Did you guys have any other questions about Assassin's Creed? I, I think that's that's about it for my review. I don't have any questions about Assassin's Creed, but I did want to ask. Um, when you guys talked about 2K, you guys have only played 2K on Xbox, right? Neither of you have tried it on PlayStation? Nah. Because I was curious, because uh, so like, we kept on talking about the haptic feedback and the controller. That's where I really want to see what happens in the sports game. Like, I want to know if your jump shot, do you feel the ball coming off your fingers and all that kind of shit? Well, that's probably dramatic, but you get what I'm saying. Like, it should kind of give you a little bit of give, right, if you're doing the jump shot. And From doing my understanding, it doesn't do anything specific on the jump shot, but from, from what I know, um, the triggers do do something when you get tired. Like, when you're draining your stamina too much and you're holding the right trigger for turbo, like, it'll start to resist 
on you. Um, that's about it, though. That's some, that's as much as I know. Yeah, I'm curious about like, that. I, mean, I gotta figure that one out. Yeah, I honestly was kind of surprised that 2K was even doing that because you know, like we like we've discussed before, typically when you have those gimmicky tra- types of controls on a game that's multi-platform, you usually don't see the developer utilizing. But I guess 2K found a way to do it. <clears throat> yeah, but then again, I think they're marketing this year's 2K on PlayStation, so I guess that kind of makes sense. Like they have this thing where one year they'll market for PlayStation, the next year they'll market for Xbox. So next year they'll, you know, it'll be Xbox's year, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if that, um, trigger yeah, thing was gone altogether. Okay. But we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, Chris, it's your turn, bro. What's your uh, What's your game of the week? Destiny's uh, Beyond Light expansion finally came to us. It came late. We were supposed to get it back in uh, September. Uh, I went like a two, two and a half month delay or something like that. It took a while, man, for that to come out. And as anybody who plays Destiny knows, like the game is predicated on fresh content, kind of like coming in at least every two, three months. It's like it needs that because unless you're like a heavy PvP player. It could get dry after a while, you know. Mm-hmm. So you need the new content. So I kind of feel like a lot of us were very like hungry for this and hit. And I'm 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 pretty happy with it. I mean, it's better than the last year's expansion. Uh, they had Shadow Keep last year. This year's Beyond Light. How they're going about doing things a lot better. Uh, some nice little UI changes, quality of life things. The one thing I will say though, holy crap! So uh. For people who don't know about Destiny, initially you had three elemental uh, subclasses that you can kind of run. You could either choose the Void subclass, Solar, or the Arc subclass. Now they added this new one that's called Stasis, and more or less it's just your Mr. Freeze, right? So, like, you're kind of just freezing everything, you're running around, everything. You always see blocks of ice everywhere. And it's dope as hell when you're doing PvE content. It's super cool. But in PvP, bruh, like, I don't know. I, I'm on the fence about it because the last few days I've been fragging in the Crucible. I don't know why. I've been, I've been, what? I've been clapping some cheeks, man. <laughs> what? But it slowed down the gameplay. You know what I'm saying? Because there's ice everywhere. You have to consider it. And, like, I think I was telling somebody, one of you guys, like, you could be trying to like hold down a corner or something like that, or hold down a position, and a ice grenade will get thrown in front of you, and it'll make you readjust your entire position. You have to, or like you know, you got people who are getting really good with the movement in the game now. You could throw the ice grenade at your feet, and it'll vault you into the air. Like these are all brand new mechanics that like were not in the game before, and while they're refreshing and they're fun. I ain't gonna lie, man. I don't really know where PvP gonna end up in a couple weeks, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they 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 delayed trials. Trials are supposed to happen. Uh, for those who don't know, Trials of Osiris is like the the pinnacle PvP activity in Destiny, and it occurs on the weekends. Uh, it was supposed to launch for Beyond Light this past weekend, but they delayed it because I think there was a weapon bug. But on top of that, let's be real here. They're seeing the feedback about this damn stasis. They don't want to. Tr- they don't want to release trials with stasis. Really? You think bruh, so? 
don't think they want to do it. I, I think it'll be really bad. I, I feel like I feel like they've had this stasis. Uh, it's such a big change to the game. By the way, guys, I I've been playing a lot of Destiny this week as well. Um, so you know, if if it wasn't AC Valhalla, it would have been Destiny for me <laughs> for the game of the week. Um, but yeah, I feel like Bungie has been setting this up for so long. I feel like they knew what was coming. Like, why would you introduce trials? Know that you're gonna have this thing that is potentially game breaking, and then like delay it. I think I think the delay only. I think the delay is solely because of the Wither Horde bug. I really don't think it has anything to do with Stasis. Because oh, I I feel like they're uh, doing no. it. I I feel like they're they're setting this up on purpose. Like like you said, it slows the game down. It changes the meta of the game. Yeah, that can bother some people but i feel like that's by design they want to break up the monotony of the game like they they want you to go in and be like all right you sweats who've been out here playing with uh like using a blade barrage or using i don't know whatever other supers that there are like they want you to change the way you think about destiny i i feel like it's on purpose i feel like they know what they were doing with stasis in particular um I, I think it's just the Witherhorde bug that's the problem. I will say though, oh, really? okay. I, I will say though, you made the comparison to uh to Mister Freeze. I'm thinking more like a god tier sub zero, bro. You are rolling through people, like yeah. You f- when you when you are like in it and you're like in a flow with that game and you get your super or whatever. Like it fulfills the power of fantasy that I think Destiny is always supposed to have. Like you, you really feel like, all right, like I'm, I'm out here, like I'm, I'm rolling through people. <laughs> I saw this one clip where dude was, uh, I think he had the the new shock and the duality. Yeah, that thing so, is a problem. So, so he lands in, he pops one dude in the face, he throws the the grenade on the ground that I think like it can it creates like a trail or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, it follows people. Yeah, so it it was following, and he was following the trail, and it it froze one guy. He meleeed him and killed him, and another guy came around the corner. Oh, and another shot one. Him. Yeah. And I'm like, bruh, if that's not Broken. peak Destiny, if that's not what Destiny should feel like, bro, I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I, I haven't been in the Crucible as much as you have, so I I don't necessarily, you know, I can't speak to all of those things, but I know from what I'm seeing from these clips. I feel like this is where Destiny should be moving towards. And I feel like it's only just a matter of time before they have counters that they, they push through, right? Like, Stasis is the ability that they, they've showed off so far. I'm more than confident that there'll be, you know, at least two more abilities. I think you even mentioned it, too. Like, you think yeah, there might be sure. a toxic, a poison one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, so I think things like that will continue to change the meta of the game. And I, th- I think it's absolutely by design. I wouldn't be surprised if we see them... Um, make some buffs or changes to the, the light abilities too. Yeah, I was going to say that they kind of have to because right now, today, how it is, the stasis subclass is like oppressive to the other subclasses. Like you can't do anything to the ice at all. I watched a video from Fallout, uh, Fallout plays on YouTube, and they were doing a test on like how stasis works against all the other ults in the game and all the other supers. It can freeze almost every single one of them in its tracks and, and kill it. It's like a cancellation. Yeah. So, like, they were doing it with the Warlock. And even, um, you know, the code of the missile, the one with the Titan, where he's, like, traveling like a rocket launcher to you? Yep. 
the dude froze him in midair and he dropped like a rock on the ground and broke. And I was like, bruh, how is this in the crucible? Yo, that's sick. That is sick. How is this in the crucible? Like, what? But you know what, though? It, that, that special you just talked about is broken, though. That The, the one where they fly at you, that is broken. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we got something to counter that. Cause that thing sucks, man. Getting hit by that, like uh, somebody just flying up in the air and Superman diving at you from the other side of the map. That shit was annoying. Well, cause here's the thing. I'm not mad at them having a counter for Code of the Missile now, but it's not balanced cause there's no counter to stasis right now. So that's why I'm like, I'm yeah, hoping yeah. that, like you said, you know, they eventually introduce some new things. They've also, um, I don't know how deep you've gotten into the aspect and fragment thing. To the point where now you can kind of, at least for stasis, they didn't do it for the other ones yet, but now you can do things like add an extra effect to like your rift as a warlock. So like now if I get a certain aspect or, or fragment or whatever, there's one of them that goes, I, when I when I cast my rift, it does a shockwave of stasis energy on the ground too, along with the healing rift portion. So like stuff like that is like, it, it's crazy, man. It's making it so that way you can really... You can really make whatever character you want to make right now, and that's that's super cool. Um, it makes me excited for what they're gonna have coming in the future. But man, stasis is something else, boy. Something sounds, else. Sounds like something I gotta try one day. Oh uh, yeah, like today. Oh yeah, like like <laughs> like, like today. Oh man. Nah, I, it's just. It was... I wish it was crossplay with PC, but even though I got the Series X. I think that's on the way. I, I would be surprised if we don't get crossplay by next year. Hey, really it's coming. Yeah. it's coming, so. This is what it is. I would be really surprised if we don't get it before the next expansion. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But, uh, but, but, I will say, there's some positives, a lot of positives will be on light, but I really, I do gotta say, I gotta, I gotta come at they next a little bit for some other shit, you know, because sometimes they be, they, it's not all peachy. Not all peachy. Uh, the one major gripe that I do have is that, uh, and, and you know, I get it. Bungie, they only have a certain amount of, uh, resources that they can allocate to different parts of the game. And, um, you know, I get it. That, that makes it so that way sometimes things get stretched thin. But, dude, we've been getting the same weapons from the Crucible vendor for, like, two seasons. And they did give us one beastly crucible weapon that stars in the shadow. Nasty. I'm nasty with that thing. It's it's nasty. But it's one weapon, bro. All the other ones are the same ones that we've just been getting. And some of them haven't even been updated to uh have the new power cap thing in mind because they're doing sunsetting in the game now. So yeah. things like that still need to get fixed because don't give me a weapon I can't use in a couple months. Like that's right now, nah, that doesn't make sense. Everything should at least have a years-long cap on it if I'm going to be getting a drop in the game right now. But aside from that, yeah, no, y'all like kind of lit, man. That shit is lit. I don't know what you're doing, Goop, but you need to stop playing. Hey, man, I've been playing a lot of 2K. Then recently just got Call of Duty, so. I mean. Great together, man. You got to stop slacking, bro. You got to stop slacking. Hey man, I mean, I don't know. I just lost interest in the game. This is the low... time to get back in them, right now. Them low times on current gens is ruined it, you know what I'm saying? Man, but they okay. gone, gone, fam. Low times are gone. <laughs> Bro, we're, we're gonna get 
We're gonna get the game is free. frames per second crucible. Like, come on, man. You want to jump back in, bro? Anybody, anybody watching this? Anybody uh, listening? You know, put in the comments. Let 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 Mister uh, Gootmaster Flex know he needs to get back on the Destiny. Oh, it's the time. Break out I get it. Titan. A lot of people got tired, but come on, man. Man, look. Even with the 120 frames, I just the stupid capture card I have just wouldn't even let me play with 120 frames. You don't this need to use the capture card to play. Excuses. I don't want to play. Yeah, but what happens if I want to record? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, don't it's got nothing to do with anything. We're talking about playing. We're not talking about recording. What happens if I want to record on you know some Destiny gameplay for my you know viewers and when they see my you know Twitch channel? Wait, yeah, because your shit, like, what's the limitations on your cap? Like, what what card you got uh, again? 1080, 60. Uh, I mean, you could still, still down the 60 you. frames. Man, 60 frames ain't enough when they got 120 Ert. Ertz? Ertz. Exact Ertz? Nah, man, I'm just saying, man, we need you for the raid, man. We need you for the raid. We try to get this cracker next week. Yeah, for real. Come on, man. You're already part of the clan. Yeah. Speaking of which, speaking of which, everybody out there, if you want to get in on the clan, I'll let you hit him with the slogan, bro. <laughs> it's the I'm No Banyo clan. We got to, we got to, we got to, you know, get, get our, uh, our membership up. You know, we got to get ready for the raid. So any of you Destiny heads out there, you know, make sure to let us know. Comment. Hey, nobody, nobody got a catchphrase like us, fam. Nobody. <laughs> What's the catchphrase, Chris? What's the catchphrase? No bottom, son. We shit where we want. <laughs> no bind, yo. That's something else. We ain't finna get nobody. Nobody oh, ain't about to throw that shit off of that, but we out here. <laughs> It's all good, man. It's all good. If if you're interested, of course, you know, we're, like we said, we're trying to get the viewership up, or the, the membership up in the clan so we can get ready for the raids and, and all that jazz. So definitely comment, you know, see if you can jump in. No banyo. Send us a request. We'll add you. All right, guys. You know, uh, I have one random question for, for Mr. Goop over here, actually. Yeah, yeah. Me? Yeah, because you're the only one with the PS5. Did you get a chance to play Godfall or or no? Uh, I mean, I don't know if it's your kind of game, in. but okay, all right. Like I bought, I bought Miles Morales, and you know my bank account telling me I gone too far. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, which <laughs> means you need you need other games to play. So why not get Destiny Two, which is in Game Pass right now? Yeah, now with your Destiny Twos, man. Later. See, I was asking about Godfall though because I was watching uh, Cross's review on it, and he was saying it's like a cross between Monster Hunter and uh. And the God of War, and I was like, "What? That's that wild cross of game? No pun intended. <laughs> but a, a wild uh, cross of video games to kind of put together." Yeah. Well, one thing I Monster did Hunter hear: God of War. What are you saying, Manny? Uh, I was gonna <laughs> say one thing I did hear is that eventually, like, I, I think it's a rumor or something like that that it's only like a PlayStation exclusive for a little bit, and then it might hit Xbox soon. So. Yeah, I think that's I think that's already confirmed. Well, it's definitely on PC. Yeah, so but they did. Epic said it's a timed exclusive, but they didn't officially announce that it was coming to Xbox. 
gonna be real with you. It doesn't look good to me. It just does not look good. I don't know. Did Cross say it's a good game though? Did he like enjoy it? Because if you if you he sat there and said yeah, if you if you sat there and told me that like the, that was the description of the game, I'd be like, oh, that's gonna be a great game. But like, I have not heard anything about it. Nobody's talked about it at all. I yeah, just, I yeah. Stand on Cross's review. He was the first person I heard talking about it. To be honest, yeah. He said that he was shocked with how how in depth it was. That in terms of making changes to your character and constantly grinding to become like that next best character like the game offers that and that's where he got the comparison of monster hunter because if you play monster hunter like that game like it ends and there is an end game but the end game is more or less you literally are grinding up for the tiniest bit of a increase in a different stat and you might get it and then you might want to try to go after something else it is a grind but it's almost like how do I put it? It's almost like a, a badge. Like once you actually get whatever you're looking for, you're walking around with it. And people are like, oh, whoa, that guy. Bo, where you get that from? And he's just looking down at him like, oh, yeah, rookie, you better step your game up and get to where I'm at. This is where I'm at. It's just, it's a thing. Sounds I don't know like why, but it's a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that intrigued me because I liked Monster Hunter up until the end of the game. I didn't like uh, that end game, Ryan. It was too repetitive for me, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. see. I mean, if it do come to Xbox at a reduced price, I mean, why not try it out? I try it if it's in Game Pass. True. (laughs) Try it if it's in Game Pass, but other than that, it did. I mean, I guess I got to maybe look at it a little bit more, but it, it didn't look interesting to me when they announced it at the Game Awards last year. Didn't look interesting to me when they had it at the, the Sony conferences a couple of times this year. Uh, and if, if it does seem like a lot of people who are interested in destiny seem to be ones who were interested in it. <clears throat> and obviously like, I do like those types of games. I like the looter shooter concept. Um, so I'm surprised that it didn't really strike me. Cause it looks like it's more of like a looter melee game. Um, yeah, but I don't know, man. It just slasher uh, shooter. Yeah, sla- slasher. Or slasher. That's what they call it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I don't know. It just didn't. It just didn't do it for me. But I guess maybe you know, if it does come to Xbox, hopefully it comes to Game Pass, and I'll give it a try. But for now, it can like, stay over dude, there. Min-max games. If you're gonna have a game that you min max in, though, like you have to be min maxing for a reason. I feel though, right? Like you have to. Like, I get it. You want to show off to folks, but for me, it's almost like if I go after all these high-tier stat boosts and all these runes that they have in video games or whatever the case is, to make my character OP as fuck, you got to put something in the game for me to fight, too. For me to say, all right, I am ready to use my wealth of resources and five-star weaponry that I have amassed over the course of all of these months to fight. Oh, I'm here to fight. Basically, you're talking about there's like got to be something right? there, yeah, you know? like a raid or something, like like a raid, right? Like yeah, yeah. And do. I don't know if the game has those kind of things in it. Mm-hmm. You need that. You have to have it. Otherwise, no PvP. It's a hard buy. Hard buy. For the uninitiated, you use the term mid max. What what is a mid max game? A uh, mid max game is a game that gives you literally like your character screen. And like all your stats and stuff, and then you're literally going out and finding pieces of armor or artifacts or rooms or whatever. It's a it's a really big concept in RPG games. 
and you're literally trying to get between zero and 100 on every stat. And so min-maxing is more or less you finding out which stats are important to you and you going after pieces to kind of improve that stat. In games like Monster Hunter, it's it's kind of cool. And even in Division, Monster Hunter Division have something similar, where like you could wear three different pieces of uh, uh, equipment, but they're branded from the same thing or whatever, and then you get another passive stat on top of that. All of those things are min-maxing, and you're just literally trying to level out your character to be the most OP thing you possibly can. But it, there's give and take with it. Like, if you're going to try to get 100 strength, don't expect to have, like, 100 mobility, too, unless you're really good at min-maxing. Right. You know, you really got to, like, you got to know how to space your shit out right and all that mm-hmm. stuff, so. So it's it's a so, balance. Yeah. It's a balance in RPGs, right? <clears throat> Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Makes sense. Kind of think of I it. I think it stands for minimize, maximize, I guess, but they just min-max. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. <clears throat> I guess you could... If we were to compare it to something more mainstream, um, I guess 2K has a bit of min-maxing in it, right? Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, That's min-max king right there. Yeah. What? When you're building out your my, your my career player, and you know you, you want to have X amount of speed, you want to have X amount of vertical so that you can dunk, you want to... Yeah, I, that makes sense. Makes sense. 2K would probably be the most popular min-max game out there. As always, I, I go back yeah, to 2K being the most popular RPG out there, as I said last week. But yeah, it would it wouldn't right. be an episode of the Expansion Pack podcast if we didn't, uh, you know, loop back in 2K for my guy Beans over there. It's <laughs> my government name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, I think I think we're gonna leave it there for this week, unless um, anybody else has any other topics they want to discuss today. Um, all I gotta say is you better be repping nah. the Northside Knights in 2K, guys. That again? I just need to get the game. Oh, Northside Knights? Mm. Northside Knights, you gotta rep the, you know, Northside Knights. Alright, well, we'll check in next week on Chris to see if he gets himself a, a Series X magically or not. We'll see. We'll see what happens. No, no, but I ain't gonna have it next week either. Holla at me around like, uh, like, like close to Christmas. Holla <laughs> at me around, and I ain't got no time for that right now. Alright. Well, Chris, if somebody wanted to magically send you a, a an Xbox Series X, where where would they find you? Well, you can find your boy at uh, everything at at May twenty fifth, T H X X. So that's M A Y two five T H X X on. Everything. Can't forget the two X's. Can't forget the two X's. All right, my guy, Mr. Goop, where can people find you? You already know. Uh, Pretty much everything. Goopmaster Flex, uh, Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Try to post gaming content, all that kind of fun stuff. And don't forget to check out my OnlyFans for some exclusive (laughs) naughty content. So you got the special popping this week? This is too much last week special. No, no, <laughs> nah, I don't. The bogo, you ain't got the bogo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh man! All right. Well, once again, I'm your host, Danzel, aka Black Ice Eight. You can find me everywhere on Xbox, Twitter, uh, 
Facebook, Twitch at Black Ice Eight. Only exception is on Instagram. It's actually Black Ice Eight underscore Gaming. So make sure to check us out there, and always uh, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. We'll check you guys out next week. Have a good one.